it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you are back, and this is part two of Rampage Rants, Thursday Night Turmoil, live on the Evolution Radio Network. And, and I will be uh, bringing my co-host back here momentarily. Here we go. Save that. And here she is. It's Chaotic Katie oh. and the Sultan of Slither. Sin. Yo, yo, yo. All right, we were talking about Dark Side of the Ring before we got so rudely interrupted. I want to break down all of this one last time because Finn will be able to hear it now. Uh, right. oh, God, here we season go. one, season one of Dark Side of the Ring started with the match made in heaven between Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. That was hard to watch. There was a lot of truth there. 
Yeah, yeah, a lot of just, you know, real life stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't know how else to put it, you know. Stuff that hits a lot of people home, I think. And then uh, episode two of season one that I know Sin watched, The Montreal Screwjob. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what? I mean, I guess it's more of a retrospect piece, in my opinion, because it being so many years later. I mean, I think it's been covered a lot over the years. It eventually came out, you know, Sean knew, and H knew. None of us do that when the uh, – but really, I think blew the whole situation up was beyond the mat. Um, I think if it wouldn't have been, like, recorded, it still would have been bad for WWE. That just made it so much worse. Um, you know, having those cameras just seemed to really kill them, you know? Nope. Made the whole company look bad. Episode three. Killing a bruise for Brody. Oh, I love that episode. Um, uh, if nobody knows who Bruce of Brody is, please watch this. You need to learn. You need to know. Yeah. You need to learn. You're going to learn you today. You need to know what happened. You need to know what happened to him, too. It's tragic. So, we so need you to know. You need to learn. You need to learn. This is this is brain medicine for the wrestling fan people. Um, episode four, The Last of the Von Erics. That was such a tragedy. It was, but it was kind of cool to see that uh, um, Kevin has not totally turned a blind eye to wrestling. He's teaching his kids, you know. That is correct. I find that interesting. That is 100% correct. Uh, Episode 5, The Mysterious Death of Gino Hernandez. What many thought of the 1980s as a 90s superstar was Gino Hernandez. Well, you know, this is a weird one for me. I don't think I was really surprised by this because I didn't think anybody knew who Gino Hernandez was but me. (laughs) I distinctly remember watching Gino as a little kid on my grandfather's lap going, oh, it's the handsome half-breed from Highland Park, Gino Hernandez. And I'm a half-breed, so I really, like, kind of vibe with his cocky half-breed gimmick. I, I, like, vicariously lived through the band. They called him half-breed? Yes, the half of the, the oh handsome half-breed from High Island Park. Oh, my God. You know how, how that would be so frowned upon nowadays? Oh, I'm surprised. That is but, so but, but to me as a little kid, to me as a little kid, even though he was a bad guy, I was like, oh, he's a half-breed like me. I'm so excited. You know, I want to see him win. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this, like was, this was yeah, hard. Like and um, then... Yeah, um, well, the fabulous Mula for the season uh, ending of season one. Um, boy, I, look, I have heard bro- both sides of this story. Uh, we've had women on here that have told bo- both sides of this story. At the end of the day, Mula may have been respected, but she was also feared. And not in a, not in a way she should have been feared. Correct. If that makes any sense. Um, no, it makes a lot of sense. I um I feel bad for I, I believe it was Princess Victoria, who now has a book out that I need to pick up. Um, 
look, I, we don't know what went on. We just know that if the rumors that came out, if any of that was true, why the hell was it? It raises the question as to why this is a problem in the wrestling business in 2022. Because if yeah. people knew about Moolah's um, back business, we'll call it, um, and they swept that under the rug, then it it really kind of opens your eyes as to why so many other things over the decades have been swept under the rug, be it on the independent scene or on the national level or global level. That's what I kind of was pointing out. It was it was always just kind of, it was there. It was there. It was swept under the rug. You know, some of the boys knew about it. Stay away from this dude. You know, pass it on. You know, and it was never dealt with um, like it should have been, like it would be now, without a doubt. Or at least if I were to be running again in the future, that's how it'd be dealt with. Season two kicked off with, man, I just, we've uh, there's there's going to be differing of opinions here but um benoit part one benoit part two okay. now uh, can i first can i can i lead with this you may but I, let I, me send a I, let me send a message yeah. to finn while you start your rant okay i'm not gonna rant that's the whole thing okay i always always you come on if you came on this airspace and you discuss Benoit, it would get me so mad. Okay, I would come up with so many facts as to why he did not do it. Okay, I, I, I mean, we had to ban the subject matter from our airspace because I, sure I would did. get upset. I would start fights. I didn't care. I would become purposely argumentative, purposely. I, I didn't, I, and I didn't give a shit. Who cared? I didn't care. So we had to ban. The subject, because of course I'm Canadian and I love, I, I, I adored toothless aggression. Okay, I, I loved, I loved, I loved Benoit. I'll, I'll love, always love Benoit. The way they portrayed it, it's just like, hmm. But the way that the crime scene was handled wasn't right. So that's why, that's why I said that I didn't believe it. Because yeah, you know. But I mean, after you watch it, it kind of just turns into you know, I. I came across it through my head. You know what, Katie, maybe you should start listening. Well, it wasn't just that. I want to speak on this one because there was another documentary that came out and I'm going to have to find the name of it. Um, okay. Because they, they actually did something with a doctor that studied his brain. And yeah. let me, yes, they did. Uh, I know Christopher Nowinski was part of that study. Cause he uh, studies uh, concussions in the NFL. Former WWE wrestler, now uh, oh. kind of the poster boy for concussion protocol. So yeah, he I know I know he was a part of that study. Uh, that I will helps. say that I will say this: this documentary it was called uh, Chris Benoit uh, Family Tragedy. I but oh god, they've got this mislabeled so much. It was a uh, true crime documentary is what it was. And I don't even think this this is not what I watched. Um, There was something done on Chris Benoit. You can use your Google machine to find it. Um, Let me see. Brain documentary. I believe it was on CNN. 
this thing you you have to take into consideration. He had legitimate brain damage. That's that's not something that can mm-hmm. be debated. When they took this guy's brain, they found a couple things. Um, he had been doing cocaine. We know the effects that that has on somebody. He had been doing steroids. Mm-hmm. We know the effects that that has on somebody. And something, something in his brain really snapped. That is not bullshit. If you watch this documentary, um, you learn about the study, the studies that they did on his brain. Um, and this is not it either. This is the one they, that, that was made right well, after. Um, I'm actually if looking at a really it, good one right yeah. now. I'm going to send this it, to you. Jim, do you even have me on Facebook, Mother Chucker? Yes, I do. I'm in the process okay. of sending some stuff right yeah. now. I, I have yeah my own Facebook channel and YouTube channel for my own stuff. So, um, we normally don't do like things like this on the show because it takes time and then everybody doesn't talk and dead air is is not cool. I know what um, you're saying. We are gonna find <laughs> this and we'll get back to this. But um, no, I, I look. Do I believe that he did it? Well, something happened. I will say that. Yeah. I will something say that happened. there's enough medical evidence to show that something was very wrong with that man that was not handled in a timely manner to prevent that from happening. All right. That's the Christopher Nowinski one that I've watched, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, he kind of lays out the amount of damage that was done to this man. Um, no matter how you look at it, um, I do I, – I don't – I don't condone what happened, whatever happened. I don't know what happened. But whatever it is, it's no good. It's bad for the business. But it really sends me inside that we're not going to see Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame. A lot of people disagree with me. But in-ring, in-ring, that guy was a master. There's no way if, if this incident doesn't happen that Mr. Benoit is not a Hall of Famer right now. I mean, I, I, I totally understand the man was never the same after Eddie died. He just wasn't. No. That was part of it, but there was something seriously like that. That There, there was something that started before Eddie died, and Eddie dying was the downward spiral that just spiraled him out of control. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm going to state this fact. I don't believe even to this day that WWE really handles mental illness no, in a regard don't. that is needed to prevent things like this or even suicides oh, that we've had oh, happen. I'll mention in that case of recent history, Sasha Banks. They did let her step away for a while, but it seemed yeah. like a very difficult situation for her. You know, in the I time clock. I don't know what's going on with that, so you need to educate me on this. Well, well let's finish Sasha, our... Re- go ahead. I was just going to say, I, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it more later, but the, the long and short of it is, Sasha kind of had a stress breakdown. I don't know the details of what kind of psych breakdown, um, but she needed time off the road. Uh, the constant traveling just was building on her. And uh, they they gave her time off. I don't know if it was paid. I don't know the details of that. But um, they did bring her back on the TV. It was during COVID when she came back with Bailey. 
And she was able to work not in front of crowds and stuff that was probably good. Not five days a week, only one. So that was probably good. You know, and eventually they gave her the title. I mean, they seem to handle it well, but I don't know all the details. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm just going to say, say they handle it better. They handle it better now. Uh, they handle it somewhat better, but I don't. I still don't know that they're doing everything. We we'll discuss this more as the program uh, di- uh, continues. Um, episode three: The Life and Crimes of New Jack. Um, I talked. I had personal conversations oh with goodness. New Jack. We almost sat him on this airspace. And nope. um, look, nope. uh, oh, no. scary. No, I don't want to deal with this dude. I'd be afraid I'd talk shit about New Jack in front of him and or on the air, and he'd have somebody kill me. The guy's nuts. He's gone. He he passed. He has passed. He, he has passed. Want. Oh, is he? I thought I thought yes. he was yeah. still around. No, no, he no. Oh, honey, he last year. Last yep. year, really? Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, I wish nobody ill will, but you know what? But all I the, have to the say, business might be better with him gone. The episode, <laughs> the episode. Every time they spoke to, him, well, night one night all blasted on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that how everyone starts? Oh my god, man! It should. It was almost. Cocaine. You were just waiting for the Polish Chappelle when he when Chappelle used to do Rick James. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Well, then the ending skit to that is like him in a wheelchair snorting a big fucking rail of cocaine and him flipping everybody off. And and, and evidently that's one. kind of the way he went out because that's the way he wanted to go out. He was New Jack. I yep. think that there was um, – I don't agree with everything that happened on the independence, but I will say the receipt that he gave, Vic Grimes, was deserved. Vic Grimes almost killed – New Jack when uh, they were doing uh, I think it was November to remember 2000 and uh, they were supposed to do a spot off of the thing over the entranceway and Vic didn't want to go so Jack pulled him with him on three and he landed on New Jack's head because he did a front flip and landed directly on Jack's head Um, the the real story behind it is when XTW booked New Jack versus Vic Grimes in that scaffold match New Jack had a taser. He tased Vic Grimes, and, and if you've ever seen the clip, know that New Jack was hoping to hit uh, the ring post with Vic Grimes. He wanted him dead. Do I fully oh, no. agree with that? No, but New Jack had a lot of brain damage after that. However, I will say this. They worked for a company called Extreme Pro Wrestling and Extreme Championship Wrestling. You don't go working for companies like that without expecting some kind of injury. Yeah, I I don't even. Wow, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> um, uh, episode four, I, I learned, season, <laughs> episode four, season two was on the brawl for all. The worst idea that was ever bra- uh, birthed by Vince Russo. <laughs> yes, now, are you, I, I, the worst though. I mean, come on, it is Vince Russo. Um. Uh, Dude, he's the guy responsible for Dr. Death not going bigger. We got to remember that. I mean, he he, he fucked Dr. Death. That well, bad. with, with uh, you talking about the brawl for it all bearing Dr. Yes. Death? Yes. Okay. And nobody in the world reals, realizing that Bart Gunn knew how to punch? Uh, that was or, the other one. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, JBL talks about it. Um, I, I was watching uh, an interview with JBL. JBL. Yeah, and JBL, of course, had gotten to the finals against him. You know, even talking about it, he's like, the biggest problem with the brawl for it all is nobody realized um, Bart Gunn could punch. He was labeling folks, man. He was totally, oh, my God, I was impressed by him. The, the next one saying I want you to speak on because you have worked with the man. I have met him. I did not get to work alongside of him, but you have. Jimmy Snuka and the death of Nancy Argentino. Wow. Um, I have not watched the episode, but uh, my thoughts, my thoughts on it. This is rough. Um, He didn't come across as that kind of guy. Uh, What's being accused? Um, I mean, the biggest monsters ever, the biggest monsters ever never do. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's sad. It's it's sad, and it's sad that we will really know the truth, kind of now, um, or at least it won't be proven in a court of law. It's sad. That's um, all I can say. It is it it is sad because there had to have been some kind of guilt, and I don't mean to throw shade on the dead. But when Vince McMahon shows up at a police station with a briefcase full of money and is able to get a guy that's been charged of murder out of the situation, that says something. Because that was outed on this program. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to watch it this week. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll watch it this week and uh, we can talk about it. Um, I'm going to tell next- you, once you, start, once you start watching... Dark Side of the Ring, you're going to want to watch all three seasons back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I, I've, I've been kind of on that road. That's why I said I'll get that one. Yeah. I've been hitting the ones that have been standing out. I'll, um, I'll put that on there. Episode yeah. six of season two, The Assassination of Dino Bravo. There's a lot I'm of old this. Yeah. Because, uh, what's, I mean, am I wrong in the belief that we all had back in the day that it was over Cigarettes and drug deals. Yep. Got him shot. Is that pretty much the deal? Yeah, that's the story they tell. Okay. I'm just saying as a locker room guy, as a guy that was like part of the business that we didn't talk about the business, all of us, that was our understanding. But we didn't really talk about it, you know? Right. Um, Episode 7, Sin, you will probably remember this very moment. It was a slap heard around the world in the 1980s. Via yeah. 2020 on John Stossel with David Schultz. Dr. Killed D. The man's, killed the man's career, man. That guy would have been huge. He wouldn't have been Piper at WrestleMania 1. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I but feel as, like. As, yeah. as a promoter, the slap, as a worker. The slap should have happened. He should have got fired. That's the, they should have turned it and made it bigger. When Hogan... Well, who did he screw up? Belzer? Wasn't that the guy's name? The uh, show host, he choked him out when he said wrestling was fake. And he David Schultz. Well, I'm David saying Hogan did it, too. It, oh, I, I did choke yeah. the fire? That's, well, because I think Schultz was the first one, and this was when, around the time that Vince was revving up for WrestleMania, so he couldn't have that. I agree with the, what he did. 
He told John Stossel, you can ask me any fucking question in the world. Don't ask me if wrestling's fake. That was the first question out of John Stossel's mouth. And as a worker protecting the business, I would have done the exact same thing. I was taught to do the same thing. I would do the same thing and hope the promoter would bail me out at least for what for doing it. God damn it, not fire me. What the right. fuck? Um, I can say fuck all I want now, right? Because we're off the air. Correct. Correct. All right. So well, I mean, we're no, we're technically on the air, but uh, we're on the air. We'll, we'll be a you little looser with that tonight. You know. Oh, you okay. know what? You know what I have to say about that? The old man's not here. I'm gonna say fuck as many fucking times as I fucking want. Um, episode eight, <laughs> cocaine and cowboy boots, the Herb Abrams and the UWF story. Herbie cookies. Cocaine and cowboy, yeah. Cocaine and cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah, I got to watch that episode. I don't, I honestly don't know much about the subject yet. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, I don't well, know, all gonna... these episodes I'm looking forward to that I haven't seen. Oh, like you, you need said, to watch them. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like I'm addicted to crack cocaine or something. I don't know. <laughs> Episode 9 of Season 2, The Last Ride of the Road Warriors, who I got to meet and work oh. with. Uh, we had, Joe, we had oh. Animal on the show a lot. Sin, Sin you got to understand something about me and Animal. Animal, the very first time he was ever on our show, told me to, to sit in the corner and look pretty. And, yeah, you know. I wasn't – yeah, he didn't want – he – I don't know what I said to him, but he just told me to shut up. I, I've and, always uh, heard from guys that work yeah. shows with Animal. He's top-notch. I've heard great things about yeah, Animal. Yeah, I love him, but then here's the whole thing. The next time he came on our airspace, I was allowed to open the show and tell him off. <laughs> oh, after, that, after that, you call me Joe. You don't call me anything else, but you call me Joe. And him, <laughs> and, I, him and I, we got really close. So yeah, when, I, he passed, I, when he passed, it hurt. I know, I know some guys that worked him in the ring. Um, yeah, yeah uh, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about the guy. Um, Hawk, on the other hand, I've heard uh, I, from firsthand accounts well, from people I trust. Show, Hawk, Hawk would smart about what happened in the locker yeah. room. I yeah. mean, I, and that was in I know in a local promotion in our area. Probably I know guys to... in the locker room. He was snorting coke in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. And the indie show. I was just like, yeah. come on, man. Uh, we will not speak ill of the dead because he did uh, become a Christian. He gave that up. He did uh, clean I his act up before he... It is what it is. It is what um, it is. It is. Um, I did not see that. I will remind everybody of how I kind of got my reconfirmation of being in the business. Um, I had managed a show for on a show for Tim Lyle in April of 2002 with my stepbrother. We managed Freight Train Jonas. And then I believe the following week or the week after that was the first Star CW show with Hawk. Um, Hawk gave me free tickets. He didn't have to do that. That's um, right. You know, that that I know that the man had his demons. I'm well aware of that. Um, I also was under the understanding that he he was brought back to the WWE um, because they thought that there was something there. Now, obviously, they, that, that was a very short-lived run. I believe it would have been 03. Um, but I know that Vince would have cut him right away if personal demons would have gotten the best of him again. Well, wasn't that uh, the uh, whole angle? The whole angle was how personal demons got the best of him again. And then they uh, wrote him off the show. 
I don't know what happened with that, but I know that when he he was here twice, his first match was against Double M, Magnificent Mike, and then it was Road Warrior Animal and Road Warrior Hawk against, uh, unfortunately, Cameron Cage and Jimmy Jacobs. And that would be the match, uh, well, the show question. Let's just call yeah. it that. Yeah. That, um, that he was coked up that night. Um, but you also have to remember from from what I've heard uh, in stories that we've had with one of the owners of RCW that that uh, mainly became a problem after Raven was brought in. Uh, what about me? Fairness, what about Raven? Locally, locally. What about me? What about me? What about Raven? What about me? What about Raven? Um, you know no, that he's that clean was now too. In all fairness, that dude's clean now too. So yeah. Um, you know, you know what? I respect have... you if you're clean, but I mean, there's one. There's, I'll tell you one thing I didn't respect is RVD and his wife on Impact. That got disgusting. What huh? happened? What happened? She, what I missed? They, when when she's <laughs> when his wife Katie is, and it really bothers me because it's my name, and. I have respect for women. I don't degrade women. I didn't degrade her as she did it. It was more of a why. She was more than scantily clad. This woman would wear a G-string and mesh shorts. So this and is like an net. ECW yeah. vibe kind of No, and she, no, she was, no, she'd come down and behave like a stripper, clapping her ass that's, cheeks that's the whole thing. ECW. Okay? ECW you used to hire Yeah, you clap, clap your fucking ass cheeks, really? Clap your ass cheeks? You obviously really? haven't seen ECW. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I, Sin. We won't, we won't pick on the Katie for that. Uh, Dark, Dark Side of the Ring, Season 2, Episode 10, The Final Days of Owen Hart. Um, oh, this, we'll, man. We'll open Pandora's me. box on this right now. Why in the world is AEW doing something for Owen Hart? Because they, I'm going to tell you straight up, because it's not WWE, that's why. Yeah, it's okay. because of his wife. It's 100% because of his wife. And, Sin, we yep. talked about this, but it he never... I think oh, it should be done. Owen never worked for AEW. He worked some for WCW way, 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 way back. He hasn't worked uh, most of the, the talent. He has not worked it's most of the, the talent point. in AEW. I mean, everybody would rather see him inducted in the WWE except his wife. That's why. Right. Um, and it's you know Martha. I, you know Martha has a big, big sway when it comes to what happens with her husband's but, memory, like likeness and name. But what's even funnier than that is, according to Dave Meltzer, who some of his reports are good, some of them aren't. Um, Bret Hart was not invited by AEW to the finals of this Owen Hart tournament, which is going to happen at the pay per view, Double or Nothing, the end oh of the month. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, really? that's that's freaking sad. Okay, at least if it wasn't the Fed, at least if it wasn't the Fed, he'd be there. So he, I hope they have him there. That's sad. I hope they remedy. Yeah, I hope they remedy the situation. Come on, I man. really do Brett, too. Brett was Brett was never the same after Owen died either. Okay, hundred That was kind of a double-edged sword for him because the screw job happened in '97. I believe what happened with Owen was 98. He was already in WCW. The question is, and we'll have to do a timeline on this, was he injured by Goldberg at the point that uh, Owen was injured? Or did that come later? Um, Owen passed before his career ended. Because he worked Chris Benoit in memory 
on the following okay. Uh, Nitro. Okay. That so was this would have ended. That, that would have been before the kick from Goldberg that ended Brett's career. Um, yeah. Just wanted to clarify yeah. that. Um, yeah, he was not. Heart match. It was he Brett was not versus, uh, the th- Chris. He was not the same having to get fucked over by Vince and having the screw, screw job happen. He was not the same having to work in WCW because I'm going to be honest and, and bust this open right now. Um, Eric Bischoff and I have had conversations. I was supposed to work a show, on a show with him last July. Um, but I don't know that they had the greatest idea of what to do with Bret Hart. They signed they him. No clue. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't believe that they put their best foot forward when investing in Bret Hart. Uh, well, what can you say? We saw it turned out, didn't we? They even tried yeah. to put the title on him. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if they were doing they could have done so much more with them fresh off the side. But That's better. They did not. All right. Season three, episode one, Brian Pillman, part one. Episode two, Brian Pillman, part two. Hard to watch. Very, Barely. very, very hard to watch, especially if you're a fan of the young Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's what I was about to mention. Yeah. Young Brian. That is hard to watch when you're watching. Sin. I'm I can't you right now. Guy, I can't when believe he's still in the business. When you hear what his son has to say about being kept away from his his father's family, at, like for almost his entire life, it was awful. And Chris Chris Jericho made made it happen by having him on. Like Chris Jericho has a big big stakes in in the show, and he mm-hmm. made he made it happen so that he could meet his family. Uh, I mean, so. it was heartbreaking because it, Tillman Jr. is going to be somebody. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. He's, yes, he, he needs is. the right guy. He's not being used right now. He needs, he, needs sure. someone like, he needs someone like Arn Anderson. Okay? That's what he, needs. Um, he needs Uncle Arn to take him under his wing. Uncle Arn and Uncle Tully to take him under episode, their wing. And, and well, Arn actually him. had heat with his dad. Art had oh, heat God. with his dad. <laughs> that doesn't mean he had, but that doesn't mean he has heat with his son. Sometimes, you know? some guys in the biz, you don't know. Um, well, episode, I, I hope he'd be the bigger man. Episode three, episode three, the ultraviolence of Nick Gage. It's the one episode I refuse to watch. Oh, do you know what? I have not I'm, watched. I'm gonna it. tell you something. Seeing that son of a bitch almost bleed out, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you really have to talk about it? that? I'm just saying it out. Fuck him. Okay. If he would have died, I would have been like, Well, that's what you get. Okay? The drug addicted bank you don't want to watch it. The drug addicted bank robber, as uh, Jim Cornette calls him, Mr. Nick Gage. Um, he is the man responsible um when they did they did a hardcore match with him and I forget I think it was with Moxley. And he cut he cut Moxley with a fucking pizza cutter while they were in picture in picture with a Domino's ad. They lost their uh-huh. Domino's sponsorship over that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, funny Pondo story. He, he did that with scissors on a guy, and they had a guy with scissors do it to him too. And he got the gig oh, wow. to get permanently signed for TV, and his friend didn't. 
Um, <laughs> I don't feel sorry for the guy. He has been a spearhead of this uh, uh, game changer wrestling, which they do pr- put on some good actual wrestling matches when they don't make the whole concept of the show this ultra-violence bullshit. Anybody can beat each other with weapons. It takes a real man to go out there and entertain a crowd and be able to work. Yep. 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 hundred percent agree. That's why I'm glad as violent as they're doing with uh, Moxley right now, at least he's not just killing everybody with chairs and attacks and crap. At least they found something better for him to do. Um, episode four, the most, this one was very hard for me to watch. Um, Collision in Korea, the one WCW show that (laughs) Eric Bischoff booked and was told by the United States government, if you go, we can't protect you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Where when the wrestlers that were on this card got off the plane and the staff, they they didn't have passports, nothing. Everything was taken from them. They took all the paperwork. When Scott Norton was making a phone call to his wife, he heard somebody else on the line. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, look, knowing this now, I, I, I would have hoped that the talent that had to work this event would have went to Eric Bischoff when they landed back in the United States after they kissed the sweet United States ground and said, yeah. you owe me a lot more money yeah, for that. Flair did. Flair kissed the ground. Yeah, I would have been saying, yeah, you owe me. You better give me whatever fucking match that I want, and you better pay me more for going. Yeah, uh, for the next for the next five years, I want any match that I ever fucking wanted ever. Fuck you. <laughs> Episode hey, five. Uh, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go it's ahead, all right. It's, it's a different story. It's a different Episode story. Episode five was becoming the warrior. This told the other side of the story. Oh my goodness! So the WWE did not want you to know about the ultimate warrior. What a warrior. whack job! What a whack job! I'm sorry. I'm so sick of hearing about the ultimate warrior. <laughs> I'm done. There's too much crap on him. Who cares? It's over. You know, some he, of the he was hot. And homophobic. So his homophobic. And racist attitude. Just let, I just, just, I, I, you know, the WWE needs to set their crap straight. I don't agree with the Warrior Award being prestigious after hitting him for decades for the crap he was doing. I don't understand why that's a thing. But other than that, man, I'm just sick of hearing about the Warrior. We all know what he was. We all know what it was. He's gone. Episode. Episode six, In the Shadows of Grizzly Smith. This is Jake Uh, Snake Roberts' story? This is a Jake the Snake Roberts, Sam Houston, and Rockin' Robin story. They were all related. And And it was a secret. Don't forget, they brought up the sister, too, that went missing, remember, and ended up being murdered, Uh, remember? There were, this was, look, this will be one of the hardest episodes of Dark Side of the Ring you will ever have to sit through. Very emotional, yeah. very disturbing. I had to problems. hear I, I, to hear that Rockin to hear that Rockin' Robin had to stop her father, Grizzly Smith, uh, who barged into her home with a nine year old girl. He had to, she had to stop him from leaving with the same nine year old girl. You understand completely what happened to Sam Houston, Jake the Snake <laughs> Robert, Rockin' Robin, the dead sibling, that whole yep. scenario. 
still all of them. It, it, it was horrific. Yeah, it was it horrific. Was. And it's just now recently that Rock and Robin and Jake the Snake, let me finish, yeah. and Sam Houston ahead, started to have a relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't and, know that they I mean, all knew about each other during the time they were active with each other. Is what I'm saying because Grizzly well, did not want that known. Apparently, Sam wasn't touched. Sam was was loved and held up by his father, and encouraged. Mm. He was the only one, huh? Jake, nope. He told Jake that he he never wanted to see him survive as a wrestler. He would do everything in his power to stop it from happening. Oh, the only God. thing that the only thing that Jake wanted was to make that man proud, which led Jake into the spiral of drug addiction. Never that he had, and he was proud of his son. It, it was horrific. It was horrifying, even. Um, mm-hmm. It was I'm very hard. Say, like, if you have been abused, whether you come out about it or not, this is a serious trigger warning. And if you haven't come out about it or not, they they do give you numbers to call. Yes, if, if that's I remember good. correctly. That's good Episode- because that's not even in consideration. Hey, I I went through it. I went through it. Okay. I know a lot of women who have. Yeah. Episode seven was on the dynamite kid. What a fucker he was. Oh my god. What 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 happened with Dynamite Kid? Can I Dynamite Kid another another one that was fucked by steroids. Oh my god. Oh I know I know what he looked like in like later interviews after steroid abuse. But I mean, what what else did they cover? Was there more to it? They covered everything. He abused his wife. They covered, yeah, he abused so his wife. So why was he not he almost, he brought took back a shock to WWE? And Davy Boy was. Did they explain that? They did not. No, they mentioned. I'm just curious. They, mentioned, they they bring up their their career together, and they bring huh. up Davy Boy Smith's career as well. Hmm. And the fact that they're cousins, blah da 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 da. All that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. Everything. This was a deep dive into his uh, self-sacrificing but violent confrontations in and outside of the ring that would not only destroy his family, his body, and his legacy. Um, I don't think he's going to be put in the WWE Hall of Fame. I just don't see it. I, I really no, no. don't. There's there's no. too much bad there. Um, episode eight, but and we this all was said China wouldn't. This is going to be uh, your final season with uh, Jim Ross over this episode in the way they spliced what he said. Oh, really? Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard about the that. Plane I didn't know ri- that. The plane ride from hell. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Tommy Dreamer, gonna... the, ultimate, the ultimate guy trying to, like, it was just boys being boys every time you saw Tommy. That's the way he explained it. Well, it was just, and he lost you know, his like, shit to bookings because of it. Yeah, he's like guys who do all the time. You know, his his attitude shocked me because I have a lot of respect for Tommy. Me too. Um, Jim Ross is not coming back because he felt that the editors had edited, edited comments that he had given them for their own game, and he did not want any part of that. When you lose a guy like Jim Ross that has been with every major That's company big. in existence, you fucked up. Yeah. yeah. You done fucked up. Yeah, you don't fucked up. He's been to Japan and back, man. Um, episode nine, the double life of Chris Canyon, so hard to watch. 
Oh yeah, that was. Is it, was, I, it, was it that bad? They go, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. They in 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 these series, they reveal everything. Every anything they can get their hands on, they give it to you. Okay. He Thank literally you. almost killed James Mitchell because he thought James Mitchell out of the fact that he was gay. He was that, like, it was taboo. But I had personal conversations with Chris Canyon. Um, we had actually met in a, in a chat room. This is no bullshit. One of the nicest guys you would ever meet, but definitely had a very dark side to him when it came to having to deal with gay life. He, he like, I kind of was an inspiration for him because he's like, you're 14 and you're out. And I was like, yeah, but Canyon, you, you can't, you can't fight this. Like you've got to be who you are because if you don't, it will eat you from the inside out. Yeah. Um, one I of the agree. nicest guys you would ever meet, but they tell stories of how he'd have conversations with guys and he had a lockbox that he had printouts of these conversations in. Like <laughs> it would it was sad. I, I I wonder what the world would have been like for gay wrestlers had Chris Canyon actually been able to bite the bullet and come out um, all those years ago. It might have changed a lot of things for a lot of us. Well, look at me. I didn't. I didn't until I left high school and until I left home. I didn't say a damn word. Not a word. And um, my mother. My mother. All she said was, "You just got to be different, don't you?" And my dad knew. Really? <laughs> my dad knew. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta like, be different, like don't you? you that gotta was her be different, don't you? Yep. Wow. She's, she's okay with it. Oh, that's nothing. So you remember Furbies, right? Yeah. Oh, well, m- Mom bought me a Furby, and when you put the batteries in it, it tells you its name. It says, "Hello, my name's Galo." And my mom's like, <laughs> "Great." My mom's like, right, right in front of my entire family at the dinner table. It's my birthday, and my mom's like, "Great." I got a gay Furby for my gay daughter. <laughs> was she at least laughing, or was she serious? She was serious. That's oh my mom. god! See, this is the kind she's of like, crap that if that happened in my family, we'd now. laugh about it. She's she's better about it now. Let me tell you, she is. I'm not going to say that she would march in a parade for me or anything, but she's a lot <laughs> better about it now. That's all I have to uh, say. Yeah. Episode. Oh, Sean, Sean, Sean. We get to have pride this year. We get to have pride, pride this year and everything. We get to have pride. We get to get pride. Yes, man. Pride, 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 um, pride, pride. Episode 10. Uh, <laughs> she has okay. a very happy Katie. Episode 10, yeah. season 3, Dark Side of the Ring, Blood and Wire, Onita's FMW. This is what happens when you get the Yakuza involved with a wrestling company in Japan. <laughs> That's just stupid. That's yeah. I get through trouble, man. Wow. It's stupid. And I don't. I like how you're even saying stupid. it. Stupid. That's like you're stupid. like you're not from Canada. You're from New York. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Guido. I'm leaving. It's stupid here. Episode eleven. <laughs> Bikers bomb. I broke Epi- Katie. Oh, yeah, she did. If you get the snort, you definitely broke her. Um, <laughs> Episode 11, oh, Bikers, okay. Bombs, okay. and Bedlam, the Johnny Canine story. I story. I love you, Sin. I love you, <laughs> I love you. Um, Sin, do you know anything about Johnny Canine? No, actually, I, I have no background uh, knowledge of this. I got nothing. 
Okay, Johnny Canine was the professional wrestler that uh, Cornette had down in Smoky Mountain, who was a leader oh. of the Liquor Game gang that I was do. implicated in drug, traffic, drug trafficking, the bombing of a police station, and a gruesome double murder. I did hear about this because uh, I believe uh, it came up on uh, Cornette's uh, drive-thru. They discussed it. And uh, I do believe I, I caught that episode. Yeah, um, he was saying, uh, according, according to Cornette, Canine was kind of an out-of-control guy in general. Uh, that's why things didn't work out. Um, episode 12, this will be a hard one for Sin to watch. The Many Faces of Luna Vachon. Oh, harder, harder for my wife. Okay. You, you harder don't understand. We had Gang Grow on here to talk about Luna Vachon and... And he said exactly this. She was a flower that you didn't want to pick. You wanted to watch her grow. Yeah. And then, um, and then I made him cry. <laughs> Luna, and I made Luna him cry. was one of a kind. Yeah. Luna was one of a kind. Me and her, um, Luna and my wife, uh, Mel Storm, would uh, sit on the phone <laughs> for hours and just talk. Aww. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, would have loved to see Luna and Gangrel, but brought back in the area but uh I loved her um, when I was a kid I was scared to death of her. Wait, I was scared to death of Luna Vachon but I loved her at the same time. Uh she, she was a character. Originally yeah, the one year anniversary of Wicked Wrestling Alliance was slated to have Gangrel and Luna Vachon. There was a little bit of a hiccup that happened with one of the comic book stores around here who uh, from my sources have told me, made a phone call to White Wolf, who actually owned at that time the trademarks yeah. to Gangrel's name, and he had to be removed from the event. And it wasn't even like two weeks after he was removed from the event, and the event still happened that, you know, I think I even texted, or, or I, I think AOL chat was the thing then for Sin and I, but I'm like, dude, did you see who was on SmackDown tonight? And he's like, oh, well, don't tell me. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. In in Luna's defense, uh, um, I don't know. I guess Luna had moments. Um, So, uh, basically, we didn't have to uh, really give White Wolf Publishing David's contact info. Um, we, we, We talked to them first, you know, wanted to work things out. Um, at which point, uh, my wife was talking to her on the phone and Luna felt it would be fine for us to give them the information. Uh, she said David would be fine with it. Uh, their relationship, we all know has had turbulent times at points. And, um, to make a long story short, uh, we went ahead, gave them the information, uh, the information to Wolf, that is. And, uh, they contacted David. David got upset. Luna had to call us, apologize for the misunderstanding. And yeah, that really kind of screwed uh, what, what it would have been a special moment in the Illinois Valley for sure. Uh, Luna Vachon. And, and because later we did have uh, Mad Dog show up at the show too. And, you yep. know, and, and, and to have also King Grell there, you know, it just would have been awesome. Um, and, and, you know, uh, I was very much looking forward to that. Gangrel was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. Um, he fit with the whole Undertaker thing. I think that's what really 
Anybody knows me that, you know, when you ask me who my favorite wrestler is, it's Taker. He literally debuted a day before I was born at the 1990 Survivor Series. So that's serious. Dead oh my serious. god! I keep forgetting how young you are, man. Oh he's, my god! He's, he's a baby. He's a baby. Um, baby. Season three, baby. episode thirteen of oh, Extreme and Austin. I, I need, uh, before you keep going on that. Okay, now that the old man is gone, you do realize that you have uh, custody. Like, you and I have joint custody of Sean. You do realize that, right? Oh, is that how it works? We gotta we yeah, gotta babysit yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I, can I just thir- flat and put him in the corner? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, episode 13, Extreme and obs- Obscene, Rob Black's XPW. This was just horrifying. I bet. I have Oh, my God. That, you know where I said there's some on the top of the list? That's kind of on the bottom of my list right now. I'm not looking forward to it. It's, here's it's here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. XDW is back in existence. I shit you not. I shit you not. They got the rights to... It's not the same oh, wow. owners, but it is back. Why would you even want to run under that name? <laughs> Why would you buy that name if it's not the same owners? Why would you use that name? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, definitely- I, I don't understand that decision. And then definitely things that make you go, hmm, the season finale of season three of Dark Side of the Ring, the steroid trial, with Vince's attorney, uh, Mr. McDevitt. Uh, I want to see that just because his attorney's on it, not going to lie. It, that boy, you don't want to go to war with Vince. I, I tell you what, that is one of the – Jerry uh-huh. McDevitt is – one of the smartest attorneys on the face of God's green earth uh, to be able to get Vince out of that. You're coming out bleeding buckets if you go up against. Right. Without a doubt. All right. Well, we are going to play. What can I play? Play, play, play. Um, This is for Katie. Um, We're going to take our song break a little early because we've kind of been rolling and rolling and rolling in the deep, I guess. Um, Anyway, we're going to play this one for Katie. We'll be back in four minutes, 15 seconds. We are only going to go into the next hour, probably uh, half an hour to 45 minutes in the next hour. But in that next half an hour, 45 minutes, we are going to be covering Monday Night Raw, AEW Dynamite. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch watch Dynamite or Raw because, well, it's hockey playoffs, and I decided to be nice and allow Darren to watch the playoffs. Yes, because you were it's hockey playoff season. It's hockey playoff season. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, we will we will talk about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Rampage Rants. Damn it, I don't even know what I was going to say. Y'all got me laughing. Rampage Rants, uh, Thursday Kate. Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. I'm, I'm Canadian and hockey is king. Uh, why did he drop again? He shouldn't have dropped. Oh, no.
Professional wrestling, entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bringing the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. 
If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. we got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlings. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps at our weekly shows behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays, right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, here. All right, and we are back. That song break, uh, Flawless by Dorothy. And I am Statistic Sean David along with my co-host. That's your cue. Dun, dun, dun. Sin, I'm always lost. You're going to learn. He is the Sultan of Mother Sin. And I'm the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks. Say out of Katie. There has been something that has been brought to my attention that I will not fully bust open on this program tonight, but it warrants a question. And we are going to, before we get into AEW and Raw, um, consider this. If you bring, I want to send this video real quick to um, Katie and Sin. They won't be able to both, uh, they might be able to see it. Um, oh, yeah, really? Okay. It's not long. I just want you to see the ending of it. So pull it up and pull it to the ending. Sin, we introduced you, honey. Don't worry. What's that? We introduced you. When you oh, were here, you? we introduced you anyways. Yeah, we did. I have sent a question. That's what um, we do. Okay, we have to watch a video. How? It's not long? How long is it long? It is a five-minute uh, video. Was, just fast-forward it oh, halfway through it or so. Yeah. That's uh, four minutes, 16 seconds. Okay. So that's the I want you about two minutes in? Uh, yeah, two minutes in should be fine. I can't. It won't let me see it. I'll let, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, let, uh, I'll, I'll explain good. it after Sin watches it. Um, but this is, there's something that happened at a promotion over the weekend um, that I'm not going to name. At the, they'll know who they are if they're listening. I'm not knocking them because what I'm about to bust open is really going to be more of a debate for anybody that would like to call in. You can call back into the listener line. It is wide open. Area code 515-602-9678. So if you – let me open it by this. Katie, if you had a young niece or nephew and you took them to a wrestling show – that is promoted as a wrestling show, would you expect there to be violence? Hello? Katie. Katie. Yeah, sorry. I had to go, had to go and watch there and something. Sorry. All right. I will repeat my question. If you had a young niece or nephew that you took to a live wrestling event 
that was advertised as wrestling, would you expect to see some sort of violence? Yeah. Okay. Finn, where are you at with that video? Hello, Finn. In going once, going twice, three times a fan. All right, well, he will hopefully be back with us. I'm, I'm, I'm on here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm, I'm trying to see where this is. I see why you do this in front of a big crowd, but I'm not understanding the concept of why they're doing this in front of such a small crowd. Uh, that was my first mm-hmm. show. That was the decision made by Ed Schumann, so we won't, we won't get into logistics of why it was done. It was an NWA angle um, that unfortunately didn't fully play out, but the point is this. If you bring your children to a live wrestling event, expect some sort of violence. Yeah. Do not, do not be one of these promoters where if, if there's a potential for blood to happen, if you have a situation that calls for blood or a match that you know is going to be violent, don't apologize for it afterwards i would never do that um but i i can see it on both sides and this again not a knock at the promotion but if you're taking your children to an event that may have an advertised ladder match or tables match or even a steel cage match not to throw them more shade but let's just use that as an example then expect to see blood and I'm not talking an overabundance of blood like some of these people do, like in the games that we talked blood, about. Period. But you can't be the promoter if a parent complains that um, apologizes for it. And here's why, at least in my book. That, to me, is kind of making foolishness of the business. I don't know that as a promoter, I'd ever apologize for any blood. I've never apologized for blood on one of my events. I can actually firmly say that now. Never. And never will. Unless, unless, like, okay, we've seen things happen. uh, uh, I think you guys will remember the match with Bret Hart and Austin where Austin went too deep or something happened and he was just bleeding like a stuck pig. Yeah, yeah. That That I will apologize for. But as a wrestling promoter promoting events, blood is something well, we have to do uh, on occasion. That's something that's yeah. changed. I mean, you think about wrestling even then. Not only did they not apologize for it, they made a shirt out of it. You know, blood from a stone. That was a shirt for a while, and it was his face bleeding. So, I mean, uh, WWE made money off of it. <laughs> I, I guess my, you know, and again, not knocking the promotion, not even naming the promotion, but I don't, I, I don't think that we should have to be promoters that apologize for a little bit of bloodshed on on our wrestling events. Now, if if, if you're Paul if you're, if you're taking your children to one of these garbage deathmatch shows, and uh, that that's totally your call, then expect to see somebody be almost murdered. But on a live mm-hmm. independent wrestling show. Because you won't see, you'll see it at AEW. You won't see a lot of blood in WWE. There's a lot of blood in AEW. Expect to see some blood. And as promoters, let's not be promoters that expose the business by apologizing for blood. Because if you're apologizing for it, you're now telling the audience that that was planned, in my opinion. 
Yeah, well, that's, that's just like, uh, that's, that's just like a factual apolog- statement. You know what? <laughs> that okay. Apologizing for blood in wrestling is like apologizing for blood in hockey. Okay, it's gonna happen. Or boxing. Whether or UFC. whether they whether yeah whether they gig or not, it, blood's just gonna happen. Glad we could clear that up. All right. On to bigger and better things. Let's pull up the wrestling news source. Bum, bum, bum. Dum, dum, dum. Do, 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 do. All right. There have been more NXT releases. Uh, we, we have to talk about this. <sighs> they never I, stop. I, and here's, here's the thing. We had releases within the last week. WWE reports first quarter 2022 revenue increases almost 30%. This happens every time that that quarterly review is going to come up, and I'm sick of it. You want my uh, opinion? It's not going to yeah. change. I agree with you. Um yeah, these guys are just making money off of cutting other guys that are were making money to make new guys to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a business. It's not a. I don't know. We always say it's a business, but maybe it's become a business too much now. I don't know. We have too many people that don't know the first thing about wrestling, writing, and and maybe even booking or having influence over wrestling, and this is where the problem lies. There are no wrestling people really running wrestling anymore, at least with WWE. Um, We know that Court Bauer is trying to do something with MLW. We know the NWA is trying to get off their ass again. We know that Impact is making a comeuppance again. Um, AEW is what it is, but I call it spade a spade. I don't know that Tony Khan should be the head booker of AEW. I don't. Okay. I, I, I see good and bad with that. Should he be booking some of it? Yes. But somebody should be teaching that young man how to book instead of just, oh, well, here you go. Um, it doesn't work that way. And that's why there's been a lot of mistakes with AEW made that are, um, <laughs> oh, boy. I guarantee JR is rolling his eyes on a lot of shit. There has been a class action lawsuit filed against All Elite Wrestling. Oh, jeez. For what? Now what? What's going on? For fuck's sake. The lawsuit was brought about by a visually impaired person named Eberu who is legally registered blind and alleges the website is not equally accessible to blind or visually impaired consumers. Oh, man. Ah. Oh, man. Man, you're asking a lot of a company, no offense. That's hard to be prepared for. I, I uh, But if this does win, that's it's going to make WWE and all the other... Oh, my God. This is uh, a hostile uh, nightmare. Oh, no offense, you know but what? oh my with, God. With any, with, you know what? It is what it is, and they'll probably just be made to make it accessible. I mean, I don't don't feel that somebody should be paid large cash because they can't access a website. Agreed. That's just like saying, I can't use Facebook. You know, like, <laughs> fuck off. 
I'm sorry. It should be more accessible, but still, fuck off. You don't need to have a class action lawsuit. All you need to do is point at the hello. Write a damn letter. Okay? Yeah, it's, there you it's, go. It's, it's, it's a sense. Send them an email. Unless you can. That's a sense. That's a sense. That's a sense. <laughs> I hate you. That's a sense. You suck. Then fix this shit. Look at this sense. <laughs> and then they fix it, and all's good. Yeah. Hopefully they fix it. But I agree. It should be accessible to a class action lawsuit because it's not. Come on already. Well, we don't know the details. <laughs> Maybe he approached him about it first before he shoot him. Maybe somebody just needs money. Mm. You never no know. Clue. You never no know clue. these days. <laughs> um, well, there is to be is a millennial more... because, because if it's a friggin' millennial, yeah, they don't know how to write a letter. There is yeah, more right. bad news coming out of the dark side of the ring scenario. This statement was made by Tony Schiavone oh. on his most recent episode of the What Happened When podcast. I have declined. Oh. I am not going to talk to those guys at all. I will not have anything to do with those guys. I'm Cornette? thinking about how – no, Tony Schiavone and Schiavone. Dark Side okay. of the Ring. Okay, go ahead. I'm Tony thinking Schiavone about nothing? Yeah. nothing to do with them. Oh, wow. I'm thinking about how guys have helped them out on doing interviews for their show and how guys have ended up getting in trouble because of it. I'm not working for people like that. I like to feel I respect the business too much. I'm sure it will be good. I'm sure there will be somebody they interview, and there will be part of, be a part of the interview that they shouldn't air, but it will air anyway. And that's what happens. That's why you have now lost Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross. Think of the influences with talent what that they, Jim Ross hey, and Tony Schiavone have. What if they, what if they lose friggin' Cornette, too? Wouldn't surprise he's me. Worked for, he's worked for just about everybody as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Territories. I, I just, you can't. You can't ask a, for a narrative and then make the narrative what you want it to be. That was never the, the premise of the show. That's why these people are walking away. Because when it was yep. first originally presented, they pulled no punches. Their editing was good. But, uh, oh, good God. All right. Um, we have some more um, releases coming out of the land of the WWE. Here they are. They were made... Unbelievable. Uh, April 29th, Unbelievable. they started. Malcolm Bevins, Dakota Kai, Blair Baldwin, who was the referee, Parker Boudreaux, uh, uh, Parker, Vish Kenya, uh, Draco Anthony, so Mila, Mila Milani, yes, Raylan Devine, Dexter Loomis, and Persia Parada, all released. Okay, I don't know a lot of those names. That's why I said what I did. They well, are NXT. Turns out it's Dakota Kai. Uh, they are NXT mostly, but I would I would assume that we are going to be getting the next round of cuts from the main roster any day now because of this. Anytime well, yeah, they so get the financial re- work out. Are they going to get some cut some main roster guys, bring some people up? 
start training the new batch and just keep rinsing and repeating? That's what I'm afraid uh, of. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm a grumpy old wrestler, but it sure seems that way to me. I'd have to agree. Um, I just, I don't even know. You know what that means, eh? That Tony Schiavone's not doing it, doesn't want to be a part of this. That's that's huge. Well, mm-hmm. you've got Tony Schiavone and Jim huge. Ross that don't want to be a part of it. And think of yeah. the influence that they have with talent, have had with talent over the years. You're really mm-hmm. shooting yourself in the foot over this one. I think Cornette will stay because it's Cornette and he's got more stories to tell. But he is friends with JR. He is friends with uh, Tony Schiavone. If they create a false narrative of what Jim Cornette says, I would hate to be them because we listen to Jim Cornette regularly. He will kill one of them. If they make Cornette look like a fool on that program, he will kill them. Oh, God. Pretty much. That would be bad. uh, Especially since he's really championed them for a while. We have the open door yeah. pay-per-view coming in June with AEW and Ring of Honor, uh, not Ring of Honor, oh, holy moly, and uh, New Japan and AEW, um, Alphabet <laughs> 2 with the feds. Um, we don't know what's going to come out of that. Sin and I talked last week about matches that fans are dying to see. Um, we hope that we get some of them. They're, they're uh, great list of matches. <laughs> we will see what happens. Right now, I want to take everybody to your Double or Nothing 2022 preview, and then we will do our AEW review and backtrack to Raw. Double or Nothing is set for live pay-per-view Sunday, May 29th. From Paradise, Nevada, the T-Mobile Arena. And you know what? I've got to point this out now because I'm now looking at this and I'm sad. Um, Via Wikipedia... We call it what it's worth. It's not always accurate. But we have four matches announced for this pay-per-view that is literally 24 days away. Um, we have the men's Owen Hart Cup tournament final between to be determined and to be determined on the men's side. And then the women's Owen Hart Cup tournament final between women A and women B. We don't know. We do have. The Serena Deeb versus Thunder Rosa AEW World Women's Championship match going to take place on this pay-per-view. And your main event, Hangman, Adam Page versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. I'm a betting man. I am saying that on that night, Hangman Adam Page is bettered by CM Punk. 100% agree. Um, because we know where the next place he he's going to show up at with that title. And that's going to be uh, in Chicago fighting a Japanese opponent. We'll see who. <laughs> I, I really can't see him losing this match. Um, Forbidden Door pay per view will be on pay per view June twenty sixth. That's about a month away. Um. I don't know that they'll make him make defenses before then. I, I don't know that I would. I wouldn't protect him. <laughs> they protect MJF. How does that get, How often does that guy wrestle? 
Now, what I want to point out, too, at this time is this Forbidden Door pay-per-view will be the prelude to the G1 Climax number 32. Anybody that knows anything about Japanese wrestling, um, you know that this G1 Climax, big deal. Very big deal. Oh, yeah. Um, Japanese audiences are crazy. You think the shows we have here are big? Insane. Um, so they're going to be getting ready for that. We know that AEW's pay-per-view is right around the corner. We know that it is slated to be Wardlow versus MJF at the pay-per-view. That's no secret, especially after what we saw last night. It is going to happen at the pay-per-view. Yep. They just haven't told us it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Mark my words. <laughs> I, I can't imagine it not happening there. If it doesn't happen there, we give up on the angle. Maybe. Um, why are you not giving me the results from yesterday? There we go. I don't know. Because no, I don't, I don't need them from like a week that. ago. Um, AW Dynamite last night opened with Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish. Shit, and I missed it? Damn it. I'm mad. I, Shit, don't be, don't be. No, I miss big. You know, I miss big cash and everything. Okay, I'm not pissed. We don't even know. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean the Bobby Fish thing. Uh, don't be yeah, too upset I like about it. I, uh, I like Bobby okay. Fish, but uh, me too. Jeff, Jeff's been better. <laughs> he he yeah. was. You tell him his age. Yep. We had a. He's younger than I am, isn't he? When the hell, when the hell did they get a six-man tag team championship? Somebody at Sports Skeeter wrote this wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let this one slide because this says six-man tag team championship. I'm like, but when, when did that happen again? What the fuck is a Torsky? What is a what? Some Torsky wrote this? What? What kind of who Sports wrote this? Torskita that Steve oh, okay. used to work uh his co host used to work for on, on Steve's podcast. Uh the Blackpool <laughs> Compact Club against the Butcher, the Blade, and the returning and Helico, who no longer has Jeff Jack Evans as a tag team partner because they've cut him, which makes us wonder if they're going to cut and Helico. Hussein was not a fan of. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the axe. I mean, they they are kind of over getting overpopulated on talent now. I mean, they're stretching it. They they've got two shows going, and they're running an internet show. They're doing all the right things, but you know, as far as that goes, but yeah, they're just I don't know. I think they're getting overpopulated. Um, singles match. Wardlow versus who I because I read the statement wrong last week and I corrected sin and then had to recorrect myself. I thought that MJF had said something about the guy being shorter and and you can't teach that. I thought it was going to be Enzo. No, it ended up being William Morsey, the new name of Big Cass. Yeah, William. Yeah, William Morrissey. You know, it's a shame WWE Canadian. What? Is that guy Canadian? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's uh, related to, uh, he's got to be related to Tess somehow. They look identical. 
Look that <laughs> shit up. I'm joking. Tess was Canadian. I don't think he is. Yeah, nah, he's, okay. he was born Honey, in New I York. Know, I know. I know he's Canadian. Tess is Canadian. I know Edge is Canadian. <laughs> too, they're from, they're from right. Orangeville, Ontario, what, what, not what Toronto. What about my boy Christian? The guy everybody forgets about. Christian's Canadian. Yeah, Christian's Canadian. And yeah, Edge and him went to Orangeville High, and they're from Orangeville, not Toronto, which is exactly. just, well, it's outside of Toronto. But, well, what's yeah, bad about this is Wardlow, Wardlow pinned the former big cast with one power bomb, and that was it. When he's been power bombing other guys through the bat 50 times to beat him. Yo. But I guess you're No, he's been doing life. that just because he can. He does it because he can. Yeah, okay. it's a very Here Kevin Nash moment when Kevin Nash almost killed uh, uh, Paul White when he tried to power bomb him. Jack Knight. Oh my gosh. That was that was a hideous. Uh, that didn't. Uh, I can't believe Paul yeah. White wasn't messed up. But yeah, it's just one of those. I'm going to do it because I can. Because I'm big and yeah. even bigger, and I can do it. Yeah. yeah. They, Boy, then we had the. Do you think when he signed that contract, he thought this would be his debut? Okay, if we're talking about W. Morrissey, I I don't know, man. We'll talk about W. Morrissey. Can we talk about the fact that he's juicing? But can we talk about the fact that he's using an oil base and he's breaking out really bad and he looks like shit? You know what though? Your fellow Canadian test. That's why another joke about it was test always yep. had back knee. It always looked like he was covered in baby oil. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> they they both have that same look. Uh, we yeah. have the quarterfinal match. Ray Phoenix against Dante Martin. Oh, was that the uh, – that was an amazing match. Yeah, oh, welcome God. back, yes. Ray Phoenix. Oh, my God. That, that, that was it. the match so of the night. Oh, it was so good. But we that, did the match. That was, that, that was my best. Uh, we skipped the match. That was my bad. Uh, Santana against Chris Jericho. Oh, man. No, no, you didn't. He took a back elbow in the match that looked better than his back elbow. And it was just the back elbow in the corner to stop him from coming in. And I was like, hey, that elbow looked better than his finisher. (laughs) (laughs) You know, then he did his finisher and you could see his man boobs blubber because, you know, he's got a little man muscle. (laughs) <laughs> no, it was uh, not good. <laughs> um, but your main event last night for the undisputed Ring of Honor World Women's Championship, Mercedes Martinez defeated Diana Perrazzo. I heard. That was good. I, I heard, and I was like, "Yeah!" It, Sorry, I'm not a Ring of Honor. I'm not. Yeah. I am not a fan of Perrazzo, okay? I'm not a fan of Perrazzo. Why? Because she took took the title from Rosemary to begin with. I'm just not a fan of Deanna Perrazzo. I I have no use for her. I feel that she she was pushed and and brought to the top of the ladder too quickly. I feel that she should have had to pay her dues, and she didn't. And she's still not. See, just seeing that match, just from seeing the match, I thought it was a well-constructed, really good main event. I thought both women really put on a good match. I guess you're right. I was looking at it. I was looking at it kind of thinking, obviously, one of them was a little bit older than the other, so I was thinking they're either going to go with the the one that has experience or they're going to push somebody young. I 
Got to agree with you. I kind of like their decision here. There'll be time for the young in later. Yeah. She, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You would, you would have heard if you and I were watching that match together every five seconds. Beat her ass! Beat her ass! <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry, I love, but I've seen, I've seen Mercedes Martinez live. I love that woman. Okay, she's yeah. wicked. She is wicked. And now we have to um, kind of break further into this um, where we're at with Ring of Honor and this upcoming AEW pay-per-view. I see them um, – let me, let me see. We have a Ring of Honor world champion, Jonathan Gresham. We have the world television champion, Samoa Joe. We have the pure champion, Wheeler Yuta. Why do they have so many TV chips? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, the okay. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles um, FTR The Ring of Honor World Six Man t- Tag Team Titles um, I don't know if those will be coming back And then the World Women's Championship uh, Mercedes Martinez The question beckons What are you going to do with this product? You own it, you acquired it you're, you, you still you're have blasting it all over TV <laughs> I think he's doing that in hopes to land a Ring of Honor TV deal I don't know that he got uh, Sinclair I, I don't just, know that yeah. he got Sinclair airtime with that deal And if he was stupid enough to pay them the money and not get that Then clearly he's stupider than what we all think I'm kind well, of confused. I'm, I'm, loving, I'm loving ROH. I'm loving the ROH and Impact crossover right now. The Honor No More. I'm really enjoying that. So. Yeah, they uh, and that's another Great. thing. Working with Impact, I think, is huge for them. I think it's a smart move on this part. I just um, yeah. question some of the decisions. You know, some of the decisions really make you scratch your head. You're like, this guy's so smart in the marketing era. But he doesn't really get wrestling sometimes the way he books shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do like that he's bringing AE or Ring of Honor into AEW and into Impact Bowl. You know, so all these yeah. guys are getting a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Whoa. last night was Khan's first official night as the owner of Ring of Honor. I just came to find out um, as the sale closed yesterday. Well, obviously, they let him use talent before then, but right. unless he was paying them out of his pocket, who knows? If he was, why is he paying Sanjay Dutt? Can I ask, uh, does anybody understand uh, Sanjay Dutt? Why is he there? I don't know. <laughs> what is the, how is he still making a living in this? Uh, no offense to him, but, but good God, it's, who cares? It's Sanjay Dutt. Why is he getting airtime over other guys? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand that. Did you just hold on a second, Sin? Did you just snort? Yes, I snorted. Oh my God! Yes, yes. You're my brother. My brother. <laughs> don't tell anybody. I do have I'm a half sister I've never met. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, Your raw result. Okay. All right. What? Raw result. Your raw result. Oh, Jesus. Are you giving me a legitimate <laughs> breakdown of every, like, second that happened? That, that's uh, what happens. That, that's part of Raw. Um, 
no, this breakdown is just, just annoying me. I just want the results. I don't want. Um, we had a six-man tag, Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis against the Street Profits, and Ezekiel. I'm all for this. Oh, Ezekiel. <laughs> the more Ezekiel I get, the better. Uh, oh, you know my what? God. I'm, I'm staring. If I look around the, the, my second screen of my computer, I can see my Elias bobbly head, the pop, yeah. that Mr. Kurt Razzo bought me. One year for Christmas. So uh-huh. right next to it, I'm going to put an Ezekiel one as soon as they come out. So the brothers, because they're not, they're not the same guy. Obviously, I just want the brothers to be by They're the same person. What are you talking about? They're obviously, it's going to be a big surprise at the end. He's going to show up and be his tag team partner. I don't know, man. Just, <laughs> I look at, you, you shave down. Shave down the freaking beast, and he looks like Ezekiel. I'm sorry. Then, you know what? I, I'm a big fan of Zeke. I'm not going to lie. Like, me too. Yeah. Then we have I mean, the video. Speak, pe- he, he, let's hear Zeke speak. Come on now. He's, he, yeah, look, thanks for letting him. You know, I hate that they killed the, the, the you know, Elias. Walk, you know, with oh, walk with Elias. It's that thing. But, you know, he's yeah. still, I think he's still marketable as he is if they do it right. Yeah. Um, we had a promo from AJ Styles and, and some more promos and some more promos. We're just going to skip to the next match. Uh, but I want to play this because, yeah, this will fit. Maha. 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 The Veer Mahan made his way uh-huh. to the ring to take on yes. Boy. Boy, this is a uh, indie name if I've ever seen one. Bert Hansen. Bert, that's what you call yourself on WWE TV when you don't want them to ruin your name in the indie. Uh, at least that's the way it used to be. Honestly, a lot of us like if we were to, like if Eric would get you into the Fed for a job, or during the Monday Night Wars, like be run bitch off security. You know, we could get jobs like that, but. Uh, you know, it, like, you don't want to be called by your actual working name. Like, I wouldn't want to be Sin, as nice as it would be to be on TV. A lot of guys are like, no, call me something else. You, you know what I mean? Because cause they destroy your gimmick. I guarantee you that guy was murdered in no time on, live, oh, yeah. on TV. So, yeah, they made him look horrible. So why do you want that? <laughs> Uh, Damian Priest with Edge against AJ Styles. If AJ wins, Priest will be banned from ringside at WrestleMania. Backlash! Your winner, obviously, AJ Styles. We don't put a... a, The messed up thing is wrestling wrestling bookers aren't smart enough when you um, put a stipulation out out like that. You don't always have to use it. What I mean by that is you could have had... Damien win and and the crowds probably would have been pissed but instead of using the stipulation all the time that you throw out there for the guy to win how about we do it backwards oh, reverse psychology I don't know uh, it is what it is the match could have survived either way with or without Damien Priest if they wanted to have a single match without him in her I, I think he's him. a talented young kid. I really do. I'm sorry. 
She Are said this time, I, I love them as punishment, punishment Martinez when he was on in ROH, and I love him now. He's, I'm sorry. He, okay, I, I don't care. I, I'm the only girl on this show, and I don't care what what you have to say about it, but the man is yum, diddy, yum, yum, sex on a stick. Okay, I, I don't care. He's hot. He's just yummy. He doesn't, then, I don't know. Well, then we can, well, can, <laughs> I just wanted to finish He the does point. it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally forgot it because she's talking about eating up Martinez. Punishment uh, Martinez. Could you imagine if you had Punishment Martinez and Mercedes Martinez in, in a three-way? <laughs> I had to put that in her brain. I and had she, to. Yeah, she had to be like, is it worth it? What kind of three-way are we talking about? I would say Sean? Two guys. Sean? Never mind. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of yeah, I, I threesome. <laughs> we had a two-on-one handicap match. Well, that would be a two-on-one oh, handicap match. No, a two-on-one. After I, after I say threesome, we have to go and say two-on-one. Yeah, we had a two-on-one match with Keanu Kitty and who? Hey folks, I welcome welcome to uh, our show after dark. Um, yeah. <laughs> we call this we call this super late night show. Um, oh, see, well, you have not you have not experienced me and Sean. We we've almost made Steve puke on air. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I anyway, gag reflex. <laughs> that's a nice thing to know. You got pretty mount there, boy. Two-on-one handicap match. The Miz and Theory versus Mustafa Ali. I'm getting sick of this Theory little puke, okay? I'm getting sick of it. That was the only two guys that I think have more potential than than, uh, than, uh, fucking um, Damian Priest right now are Austin, Theory, and Hook. I like Hook. Uh, Hook Hook's cool. amazing. Yeah. Um, and and cool. I think Austin I love Theory, Austin Theory worked his way out of the Indies to this point. I have no idea. I get it. Who he had a big I get it. But again, I, but this again, is an amazing spot. Again, he's sucking the big dog dong and getting what he wants, and I don't fucking like it. <laughs> That's okay. the beauty of wrestling, baby. Yeah. Um, and, and I understand if he's pissed. I understand, okay, I understand the old man taught me this. If he's pissing me off, he's doing his job. I get it. <laughs> I get it, okay? Respect <laughs> respect the talent of theory. Respect you can't call the process. You um, I don't give a fuck. I'm in Toronto. <laughs> anyway, the Miz, the Miz and Theory pick up the victory after the match. Champa attacks Ali from behind. This was Again. tweeted by the Wrestling Review. This Mustafa Ali stuff is reminiscent of when Triple H was being punished for the 1996 curtain call at MSG. Vince McMahon told oh. him he's going to have to learn crap and like the taste. I think Ali, Ali is there right now. This is not my opinion. This came from the WrestlingReview.com. I disagree. Um, I kind of I know him on not a super personal level, but I know him. You know what I mean? And I, I haven't talked to him about this subject specifically. But uh, but I really think there were probably some promises made to bring him back in. Because he could have just sat out. I mean, 
He was waiting for a release. You know, he's not going to go back just for them to destroy his marketability. So there's some there's some kind of payoff for him in this, or some kind of push, or they wouldn't be doing this. I mean, on his first night back, they put him over the Miz. Not horrible, two-time champion. What, seven-time Intercontinental champion? Then we had the stupid 24-7 championship. I can't believe this is still a thing. No, Dana Brooke, probably still champion. Dana Brooke versus Nikki Ash, and Dana Brooke is the champion. Oh, I did did see this segment. This is actually not bad. They're fixing Nikki Ash. They fucking better. I miss Nikki Cross. Thank you. Yeah, they came up. Sorry. They came up to her, and uh, uh, somebody she, said something to her. She needed she, a change. Yeah, she's she's no hurricane. That's all I gotta say. I like the fact that she eliminated Mighty, Mighty Molly. That made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> Just because because I love them both. You know what I mean. Uh, we then go to the Seth Rollins fan appreciation night, where we got the Cody Cutter. Uh, yeah. yeah, obviously Randy's not having a, tech, a talk with the boys in the back about not like making his move look like shit by making it bigger and better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Cody Cutter makes fucking the RKO I'd be, look weak. <laughs> I'd be giving him RKO. an RKO and I'd be RKO and him right on a fucking cement floor, the little bastard. <laughs> that, what the you fuck know, is going on with Cody? I, I need to know what's going on with Cody. One moment he's in AEW. Hold on. One moment he's in AEW, and now and now he's sucking the big dog dong. Like, what, that's Vince McMahon, by the way. That's our nickname for him. Uh, like, what in the hell is going on? I, he's got to win his daddy title. Don't you understand? His daddy got, did not get the title in the garden, so now he's got to get it. I understand. Yeah, I get it. But I prefer him with AEW. I'm sorry. Uh, you know they, what, though? The AEW fans are getting sick of him because he was doing that reality TV shit. And they feel like yeah, well, that's why they don't watch WWE. You know what I mean? I don't know. He seems yeah. like he probably works in the WWE system right now better. At least other using them. We want to win. Yeah, we we want to wish a happy fiftieth birthday to The Rock. Yes. The people. I still, I still I still claim him as Canadian. I'm sorry. I'm pretty I'm pretty oh. sure I'm sure uh, I'm pretty sure between Samoans, African Americans, everybody's trying to claim that guy. <laughs> everybody's like, he's one of us. No, he's one of us. I'm just uh, saying. I'm saying everybody's like, I wish I was the same race as The Rock. He's fucking Bobby awesome. Lashley versus Cedric Alexander, uh, winner by submission, Bobby Lashley. Thank goodness. Yeah, uh, I saw I that. I, I, you know, I just wish I could see a good Shelton Benjamin match against. Why don't we break up that tag team? Right. Let those two work. They'd they'd have a great match, even if it's on Raw. I don't know. We had a be, be worth seeing. We had a six women's tag team match that consisted of, what is this? Too many women. Lazy booking. Who was the Becky booker, Lynch, Lazy? Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, Sonya Deville against Liv Morgan, Asuka, and Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. 
Wait, 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 wait. I, I do have a problem with this match. Just, just you announcing it. Rhea Ripley last week gave the best, like, reason for becoming a heel. She didn't blame the fans. She said she was a champion when she came to Raw or whatever it was. And ever since she got there, she's just had horrible partners that are holding her back. Right? That's why she's a bad guy. Okay, it makes sense. Why would she tag up this week? What her problem was, her partners were always crap. Yeah. I'm confused. (laughs) And is she tagging with Nikki Ash, one of her former crap partners that she talked about last week? (laughs) Uh, That's a very good question, too. Like, um, I I don't know. I love me some Rhea Ripley. I, oh, my God, that woman. Mm, yum, diddy, yum, yum. Rhea oh. Ripley's a shit, isn't she? I, you know, I would climb her like a tree. Let me tell you. She, she's legal age now, so. Is she? Hold on a second. How old is she? She was pretty young. When she got in there for her ex, first NXT match, I think she was like 17 or 18. Uh, how old is she now? Wait. I don't know, maybe 21-ish, at a guess. So, I, I, I can, yeah, I can look at her and I can still imagine fucking her. That's okay. <laughs> okay. You're worried about the age difference for a moment? She's 20. Holy God, I didn't think she was that young. Uh, what is she, 21? Did you find you it? You said it, not me. Yeah, I thought it's like early 20s. All right, we are going to play this quick clip, well, and we're going to come back and close up shop tonight. Yeah, we've been here since 7.30, motherfuckers. Hey, guys, this is former WCW wrestler Glacier, and uh, you listen to BWR Slam. Make sure you tune in every week before blood runs cold on you. Thank you, Glacier. He was so fun to talk to. So Uh, fun to talk to. I wish you had been around for that. He was cool. Um, You know, we've got some things that are in the works. I do want to lay out the invitation um, we are slated to have our roundtable discussion. I think I'm going to go ahead and move that back a week. Uh, Thursday, May 26th will be the new date from Open Invitational Promoters Roundtable. If you know promoters um, that would like to be a part of this, have them reach out. It'll be Open Invitation. Know that we will not deal with uh, slamming of another promoter um, on this night. It's not what it's here for. I do want to announce that between Sin and I, in the month of June, we will be working on booking the return of Ladies' Night to Wrestling Authority Radio. Yay! 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 Does that mean every girl gets a free Sin sausage for free? Oh, sweet Jesus. Listen, mister. (laughs) Keep your sausage in your pants. Okay. (laughs) Remember, I will kick. I will kick your ass from here to next Sunday. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't you know. do not. We do not degrade or debase or defame women. Oh, oh, that wasn't meant as a defame. If you okay. would have said anything equally, okay. I would have accepted oh, okay. it. Okay. All right. You could have Dynamo. made any comment about me. You could have said my mm-hmm. piece was. One inch long for me saying that. And I well, I don't know. I'm not there. Yay, hey, you're the one that you <laughs> said it, is, honey. My, my name you is Hulk Hogan, it. and Terry Balea does not have a 12-inch monster penis. No, wait. No, 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 no. I do not have a 10-inch penis. 
No, sir. Me, no, neither Your do Honor, I. We I have something in common. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your even weekend my, rundown. Hey, man, of, even mine isn't that big. Okay. <laughs> your weekend rundown of a live event starts tomorrow night in Alton, Illinois. It is St. Louis Anarchy at the Spalding Hall. That's one of the shows you can check out this weekend. Uh, I'm going to give this one his props first. Pro Wrestling Epic and our good friend Leon Mephisto will be hosting Hot Dogs and Handshakes at the Highland, Illinois Veterans of Warren Affairs Pro Wrestling Epic Saturday night, the 7th, for Hot Dogs and Handshakes. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know about the name of that event. Love Mephisto to death, but hot dogs and handshakes. And well, it makes me laugh. Um, Was that a squeak? Who's squeaking? Uh-huh. I'm squeaking. Dynamo <laughs> Pro Wrestling will be in St. Louis, Missouri um, at Cherokee Street and Iowa Avenue for an outdoor event on the 7th with a noon start. Iron Spirit Pro Wrestling makes a return to Bloomington, Illinois at the Station Saloon on Saturday night, the 7th. Uh, that is slated to be an outdoor event, weather permitting. Okay. Um, the, other, the other one, Southern Bring Illinois Championship Wrestling from Cohica, Illinois at the Holy Family Parish Hall. That is our good friend Herb Simmons. And uh, I want to get some more details about this because oh, wow. there may be a name at this event that. Um, I hope you Come on. Let's look come it up on. really quick. What's the name of the promotion? I've got it. Uh, your main event is going to be Flash Flanagan and the former Wild Child, Curtis Wild, with Wild <laughs> Wildfire against Attila Khan and Kowalski and Travis Cook. I don't know. Who do you think who do you think had more battles? Me and Wildchild or uh Melon Wildchild? I would definitely uh-huh. have to say Melon Wildchild. <laughs> <laughs> definitely have to say that. Um also wanna shout out next weekend, boy, saying I wish you had I wish I would have known about this sooner and I wish you had the night off. Next Saturday night is the Larry Anatasic, Tony Costa, Bruiser Brody Memorial Show that will feature the wife of Bruiser Brody, Barbara Goodish, as well as St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame inductee Joyce Grable and a very special guest appearance by Dirty Dutch Mantel. Wow. And that is actually a, that is a free TV taping. Um, as long as you buy a, a, a ticket from Saturday night. Wait a minute. Oh, the free taping is Sunday the 15th. Uh, this will be in East Carondelet, Illinois on May 14th. Doors open at 6, bell time 7 p.m. for the Bruiser Brody, Larry Matisic, Tony Costa Memorial event. Wow. So something, something that, yeah, uh, that's big. Herb Simmons has been doing for Bruiser uh, for a long time, but with the death of Larry Matisic in the last couple of years and Tony Costa, they have been added to this. I would like to go um, not only just to meet uh, uh, Bruiser's wife, because we did have her on the program at one point, um, but look, 10 minutes of knowledge under Dutch Mantel would pay off a lifetime. Just going to say yeah, that. Yeah, right? Right? 
Um, I mean, where hasn't that guy been? <laughs> Who doesn't he know? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll have to see what schedules are like, but uh, man, I would definitely need two nights off. I think I'd stay there overnight. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. I'd want to make like the super drive back because I'd want to. I definitely want to hang out at the night, hang out the night with the guys. So yes. Uh, that is going to do it for us here tonight. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us Aww, not once, but twice. Um, so, yep. I'm wide Daddy. awake and you're making me go. You guys suck. Don't give this, you guys, shit. I need control of this. <laughs> he does, he does that. He knows what he's doing. He just gets booked and he shows up. That's correct. All right, uh, yeah. we are going to go ahead and do a clo- hard close tonight because I have pizza waiting on me, and Mom, uh, M- Mama Rage wants to watch her Law & Order, so uh, she has given me the order to go and do that. I'd like that to thank you all better. for joining. Well, we're going to do well, all three of them because there's three of them now. There's Law & Order, Law & Order SVU, and Law & Order Organized Crime with the return of Detective Sexy Elliot Stabler. And you didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stabler. Uh-huh. Stabler. 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 Have you seen Stabler? Stabler. <laughs> did you even catch what I said? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? What did you say, you bugger? I said, have you seen my Stabler? Instead of have you seen my Stabler? <laughs> It's so bad. Such a bad joke. It's so bad. It's so bad. (laughs) All right. I love you both. Sean is is really easy to make laugh. You'll notice that. He he lost it. I was like, oh, my God, is he actually laughing for that stupid joke? (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes, he is. We have been on the air uh, about the time that we should have been. So we are going to to end this. We will be on next (laughs) Thursday night, 6.30 Central Standard Time, 7.30, right back here on the Evolution Radio Network, live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to play a couple of seconds of this and just hit this end episode button. Fuck you. You're not going to let me fucking say nothing. I want to say some shit. You're an asshole. Say what you Fuck need to you. say. No, no. Say what I need to say. Yeah? You just key out of Katie. Good night, mother truckers. Okay, there. Fine. See? That's all I want to say. This yeah. is your saltless liver. The one, the only, the original. Sin. Everybody. May you wake up in the morning. Good night, everybody. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.